We're back from the weekend at the the Arizona Coyotes took quite a major loss to the Vegas Golden Knights. It was a pretty bad one, but you know what? It's time to look forward. They got other they still got more games coming up. The Dallas Stars is tonight. We'll talk about that game on today's episode of Lockdown Coyotes. <laughs> Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Robin Leonia, Carl Pavlik right beside me. On this Monday, it is December 6th. Hope you guys are all well. Um, I am personally still kind of recovering. I We did not have an episode on Friday morning for a pregame show. I said we would, but the uh, – or Friday – yeah, you guys said we would because the uh, – I had the COVID booster shot. And let's just tell – let me tell you, Carl, that thing knocked me on my ass. Yeah, uh, I, I have – I got my booster – a couple weeks ago, didn't necessarily have the same impact on me. Definitely felt it, but for me, it was just like a couple hours the next day. Uh, sounds like you definitely had a, a little bit of a harder time. Uh, I'm dealing with allergies right now, so I'm wondering if maybe like there's some kind of compounding thing in there too for you. So it's not all COVID booster because you did seem to have kind of a harsher one, but yeah. Uh, well, I think I think for me it might have been. Um... Uh, I tend to lose a lot of water easily. Mm. So I get, um, so like I, no matter how much water I put in me, I, I feel like I'm still dehydrated. <laughs> so yeah. I think that probably put a major factor into it. Yeah. I mean, I got my COVID booster and immediately started drinking whiskey. So uh, I did not have the healthiest one, but that's also just how I recover when I feel icky. Uh, I just, drink alcohol um and hope that works the same way dayquil does which it usually does yeah i did start working over the next couple of days after i get back to working but friday man i was i was just in bed all day and then the coyotes didn't give you something to get to, to watch at night so no, it felt didn't. like a dummy whammy yeah so i was like uh after a while i was just like oh man i feel like i just have to do something now like do something else now because this that coyotes vegas golden knights game carl we were saying, but before we went on, there's probably, if not um, the worst, one of the worst. Yeah, it it felt a lot like the team in the beginning of the season when they couldn't put a win together to save their life. Uh, it's probably one of the like most like lopsided scores. Uh, Coach Tony described it as taking a step back, which I agree with. It definitely didn't look to be the team that we've expected the Coyotes to be. Uh, I thought that they, like, I don't know, because there was that game against the Jets where they just couldn't get through the neutral zone, and I felt like that's one of the worst. And at least they were able to do that, but they were just giving up so many odd man rushes. Uh, the The Golden Knights were just so aggressive because they knew that there wasn't much the Coyotes can do to them, and it just it looked like a shooting gallery at times. Yeah, and let's let, let's let's put it this way too, Carl. Um, 
a lot of it goes to another second period collapse. Yep. Uh, it's it's kind of what we've come to expect from the Coyotes this year. They're, they're horrible in second periods. Uh, I'm actually looking into researching an article about how bad they've been in the second periods because they've scored the fewest amount of goals in the NHL. They've given up the most goals. Um, as we saw this past time, it was another kind of like special teams moment too. They gave up a shorthanded goal to the Golden Knights, uh, and then the they immediately scored on as soon as that power play expired with Mark Stone getting right out of the box and picking up a an easy pass to go in all alone. Uh, another one of those like things where it all occurred over the span of eight minutes. So just mm-hmm. kind of, it wasn't even the full period. It was like less than half of it. Just everything went to shit. Now we were with you. I was, I was out driving, running some errands. So I was listening to that second period on the radio. And, um, and you know, it was tight. I, I think it was, no, it was, it was two one, of course, in the, to begin the second period. Right. Yeah. Um, and I was listening to it and then I hear a score. I'm like, okay, this is not terrible. You know, obviously that wasn't ideal because it was shorthanded goal, but, and then I hear a score and score. I'm like, and switch off. Yeah. Um, to the point when after I got home from even I started listening to a bunch of other music because here in Tucson I listen to like fifteen different radio stations because I always want to switch things up. And then by the time I got home from my errands, to be honest, I didn't even want to watch the rest of the game. I kept yeah. an eye on it. I didn't even want to watch it. I went to watch Star Wars. <laughs> uh, I I I was watching it start from start to finish but like at a certain point I, I was definitely a little bit more distracted spending more time like on twitter than actually watching the game um it it was honestly like something that i was expecting to happen a little bit we didn't get a chance to talk about the game but one of the things i discovered when writing the preview for five for howling is the night previously the golden knights had scored two shorthanded goals and I believe two power play goals. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, okay, this is a team you cannot let up with them when you're on the power play because they are so skilled. They're putting like some of the top players out there on the world, like on the penalty kill, they're going to take advantage if they can. And the second they did, and then the coyotes immediately give up that, that one as the power play is expiring. You're just like, that's the kind of thing that's broken the Coyotes mentally earlier this year. Uh, I have no faith in them to come back, but I want to see how they respond in the third period because they usually do have like pretty decent responses in the third. Um, ended up not being you know that great. They got one, and then Vegas scored another in like the dying minutes of the game. But still, like I, I was kind of hoping for a little bit more after that, and you just didn't get it. Absolutely. And I, I was actually just um, reading through some of the uh, quotes here from uh, uh, the just just from the post game because I get emails from the post game and some post game quotes. There are some interesting things out there. Um, let's take it when I hear a um, quote from Travis Boyd. Sure. He had the Kyrie's lone goal. Great. Kyrie's uh, lone goal. He's now set a career high in goals scored per season. Absolutely. So this is what this is what he said after the game. So it's like, I didn't actually think we started bad, 
I thought we were pretty good. It's like, look, they're a great team over there, and they've got a lot of skill, and we just got beat up on the ice. Uh, tough tonight. I mean, look at their goals. All their goals are off the rush, and they've been beating us on the ice all night, had odd man opportunities. And, you know, they had um, off the top of my head, I don't know, there were a ton of rush goals for them. At the end of the day, we just can't give up that many opportunities for them. Eventually, they're going to go bury them, and you saw that tonight. Absolutely. Uh, and I would agree with the, that first uh, part of that statement, too. I thought they started really well, but yeah. then just the second period, like, they lost control. They they let up, and Vegas was able to take advantage. And, and it goes back to what you were saying, that shorthanded goal. Something, some event that happens during these Coyotes games that makes them go back into their shell and kind of just like be just, it just shakes their confidence to the core and they just let everything go by. Yeah. Well, let me just say this as a final thing. If you are a Coyotes player, I cannot imagine having that much confidence, like on the bench, like you, you know, you know what's going on. Like, the players know exactly what the team is trying to do long-term. They know what the season is going to be. Uh, they know where they're going to finish in the standings. So, like, like it's hard to come in in confidence. You don't have that swagger. You don't believe you're the best in the world because you know objectively you're not. And so I, I just kind of – I can appreciate how easy it is to shake the confidence of the Arizona Coyotes right now um, especially against one of the top teams like the Golden Knights because, like, it's just not there, and, and they're able to do some crazy stuff to, like, just destroy it. Uh, and I do kind of I, – I hope we see them find ways to, to shake that off a little bit in, in the coming months because this isn't going to be the only time. Uh, I think I mentioned on Twitter that this is the Coyotes, probably their worst defeat so far this season up until like a month or two from now, because I imagine like it's going to get worse. There's going to be another game. Uh, there's going to be another team against a, a great one, you know, a great opponent and they'll probably route the Coyotes again and they need to find a way to, you know, not let that happen. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, they still got games ahead of them. They still got, you know, we're only in what, like, somewhere between a quarter to a third of the way through the season. Like, we're, yeah, uh, like, we still got ways to go. We're about to do the 26th game of an 82 game season. So let's do the math real quick. Thirty-two percent of the way through. Uh, about so just, shy of, just, just so just shy of a third away through the season. Yeah, so still a lot of hockey left to be played, uh, and it's not going to get any easier from here. No, it will not get any easier from here. Um, it's going to be, la yeah, it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be incredibly tough. Um, but we'll talk about the next game, and then also I'll briefly mention some of the other things, some of the other games coming up for the Arizona Coyotes for the week. And then uh, we'll uh, do some. Then we'll predict what's going on with with, tomorrow, with tonight's game. So all that coming up on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. But first, I want to tell you guys that if you guys want an all star team, you need an all star hiring partner. You need Indeed. Indeed is a hiring partner that gets you what you really want: a short list of quality candidates as fast as possible. 
because you can do it all. Attract, interview, and hire all at Indeed. Don't struggle on your own to find quality candidates. Indeed can help you fire the, hire the right people right now. Indeed partners with you every step of the hiring process, process so you can find talent with the skills you need uh, through tools like instant match assessments and virtual interviews. Indeed makes it easier for star applicants to shine with over 135 assessments from cooking to coding. You can use the assessments to get a clear view of your top of your top talents abilities faster. With Indeed assessments, you can reduce the hiring time by 12% according to Indeed worldwide data. Get started right now for $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job credit at indeed.com slash locked on. Once again, at the $75 credit at indeed.com slash locked on. Indeed.com slash locked on. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at DirecTV.com. That's DirecTV.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, so back here on Lockdown Coyotes, once again, Robin Leonio and Carl Pavlik on this uh, Monday. I hope you guys are all uh, surviving, you know, the Monday blues, uh, early post-loss blues as well. Um, but let's uh, let's talk about tonight's game. The Arizona Coyotes and the Dallas Stars, they just met, like, last week. Yeah, a uh, little over the, a week ago. Um I was like, why does it feel so familiar? When did we last play the stars? And I didn't expect it to be so soon. So like, I like skipped past it at first. I'm like, have we played the stars? No, we definitely played the stars this season. But, but yeah, the, uh, the Dallas stars of, uh, they beat the coyotes three, two, they went on to win two other games. Coyotes won one game, lost two. So kind of back in the same spot. Uh, Dallas is riding like a six-game win streak right now, which is yeah, pretty impressive. Yeah, that is pretty impressive. I think that six-game that 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 win streak was like was it at three games or something like that? To when they beat yes, it was uh, the first time the Coyotes would have been the fourth game, fourth game. Uh, and then like I said, they've played two since. Um, That's what it was. Okay, yeah, and. It was a it was a tight game against the Coyotes. Uh, one of their wins was a tight game against the Blue Jackets. I want to say uh, I had Dallas's uh, whole schedule open. The other was a, a four one route thanks to a, a hat trick, but yeah, not a game that the Coyotes want to be taking like going in thinking it's going to be easy because it's probably going to be another tough one. Gonna be another tough one, but I will give the Coyotes credit. The last time they played each other, they last time they played the Stars, they actually looked pretty decent. 
Yeah. Um, maybe that was because they played some. They played their previous game. They played a little bit better. Um, they didn't win against Conor McDavid and Edmonton, but they played pretty respectable against them. Leading up to this one, and then obviously the game against um, Winnipeg. You just saw overall that was a better team as compared to the one we just talked about in the last segment against Vegas. Yeah, uh, I will say that I think special teams are going to be massive for this one. Uh, the Stars, unlike the Coyotes, don't take a lot of penalties, so you really need to make them pay like any kind of opportunity you get. And they don't have an especially strong penalty kill. Uh, part of that's probably just, you know, they're not taking any penalties, but they have a very impressive power play. So that's going to be a fine line. They're not going to have too many opportunities with the man advantage. And when they go down a man, Dallas is going to be really good. So they got to figure out some way to make special teams work. Yeah, definitely going to find a way to make uh, special teams work. Let's take a look at um, some of the stats here and see what, like how this team is played just overall. Uh, eight and two in the last ten games. So like not just the six, not just on the winning streak, but they're looking pretty they're, good on that side too. Yeah, they're doing well. Um, do we know who is going to be? Oh, hey. Uh, just saw that the Coyotes tweeted this out uh, about an hour ago from when we recording. Louis Erickson will be playing in his 1,000th career NHL game tonight against the Stars. Yeah, I just got that email when we were about to go when when we started recording, and I was I was going to mention that as well. Um, that's a good. That's awesome. You know, 1,000 yeah. games. It's a huge. It's, it's a huge deal in the NHL. That is that is quite the career for for Louis Erickson. Um, I know he's kind of on the way out. Uh, it seems like you know being traded to the Coyotes as part of a, a cap dump kind of makes you question how long a player is going to be in the NHL. Um, but 1,000 games isn't something that a lot of people get to do. So good on Louie. Right now, um, let's see. Who is leading goals for the Dallas Stars, though? I'm, I'm just trying to read that. Um they have a lot of interesting players. Like I said, uh, Rube they... Hines. Rube Hines has 10 goals on the season. Jason I... Robertson has seven. And I believe Pines had the hat trick that I mentioned previously. Um... Yep, he had a hat trick against the Hurricanes. Um, that was the other team. I was like, Colorado? No, so but... Top three leading scorers, um, goal scorers for the Dallas Stars are Rupin, Jason Robertson, and 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 Joe Pavelski. Um, can they shut? <laughs> do you think the Coyotes have anyone that can shut either of them? And I mean, any of those guys down? I don't think so. Yeah, it'll definitely be tough. Honestly, I'm just kind of surprised at how well Pavelski's been taken to Dallas. Um, leading the team in points, um, seems like he's gonna he's ready to have like a really good year after well, he did well last, last season. Year, last year he he started off pretty well, and then he kind of uh, well the Dallas Stars in general last year were not good, so they, 
was I don't think it was his fault, but twenty five goals in fifty six games though for a thirty six year old, I'll take that any season. If I'm being honest with you, that doesn't surprise me though. Really? Remember, remember where he came from, and remember who I watched for when I was a when I was a child. I knew it. <laughs> Yeah, but also remember, you watched him when you were a child. Uh, but fair enough. Fair enough. Joe Pavelski uh, started playing in the NHL the year I graduated from high school. So just it's been a long time, and you expect him to start to slow down eventually. Uh, but yeah, let's, be, let's, let's be real, though. Alex Ovechkin ain't slowing down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but Alex Ovechkin is also being talked about as the player who is going to break a Wayne Gretzky record. Um, that puts him yes. in a different company than Joe Pavelski. But we're talking we're talking completely different play styles here. One's yeah. a sniper, the other is a playmaker. Yeah. And I just kind of, you know, playmakers, they don't necessarily have the same kind of longevity. Uh, and I mean, honestly, like still his first season in Dallas, 14 goals, 17 assists in 67 games. His second season, 50 or 25 goals, 26 assists in 56 games. You could you would be OK with being a little bit surprised by that bounce back. Yeah, I based off his last season in San Jose, I am not entirely surprised. I th- yeah. I did think he was going to take a slight step back, but I was not, still not surprised. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and and you're right, and he has taken a step back because um, looks like he had 38 goals in his last season in San Jose, but still, uh, either way, the Coyotes should not be like going into tonight's game thinking that they have this one easy. Even though I think the Dallas Stars are not as good a team as the Golden Knights or the Wild or the Jets, like they still have weapons. They still can make you pay. Uh, you don't want to give them any opportunity. Exactly. Um, let's also look at the positive side right now. At least uh, the Coyotes are slowly getting healthier with the players coming like certain like some players being um being back in time like uh nick schmaltz is hopefully back. yeah is is he uh well, well not oh. not 100 percent, but he's like he's skating he, he's, he's skating. skating yeah um did we talk about larson going down though because he was healthy for a day and now he's back out injured yeah, which is which was we didn't mention that, but that we can also mention the other the the other side of things that kind of made it hilarious. We remember we talked about they sent Fashing down, but then he immediately yes. called him back up the next day. That that was hilarious. I had to like I was going out to lunch and I had to like scroll through my phone and be like, "What? Are you sure?" And I was just reading. I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, no." I just sent them down. No, what? yeah. I mean, if you if you guys are getting hurt, but uh, like um, like we said, it's so much better for the guy who is to have like uh, an AHL team that's just a a car drive away. I mean, that's kind of the reason why they brought all the teams from the east to the west. Yeah, 
Uh, and, you know, like if he was like hopping a flight, you almost wonder if they would have to just pick someone different. Because if he's on like the way back to, say, Springfield, Massachusetts, uh, you can't necessarily do that turnaround right away. You don't know when the next flight's going to be out. So you grab like Jan Yannick and someone, you just like hop on a plane because we need you to play today. And we need someone who's going to get there on time. And today is also a big question, too, because that's also a tough thing to do because you're on you're in the air most of the time. You mean you'd miss morning skate. You miss some of the some of the other bits of it, like the the case of um, let's say morning skate starts at 10 or 11 a.m. Right. Yeah. Um, You get the call at you're in Tucson. You get the call at 8 a.m. Hey, come up. You're at morning skate. Yeah, you are hopping in your car, making sure you have all your equipment, uh, and you are driving right up right there to be there for the morning skate. Because if nothing else, you want to make sure that the coach knows like you are ready to play. Uh, and hopefully you get that, uh, that game experience because uh, it only takes one game to change your entire career, potentially. Yeah, and then you also have some of the other teams in which they have uh, uh, all you have to do is change locker rooms. Yeah. Uh, that 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 would be nice if the Coyotes didn't even have to do that drive. They just had multiple teams in Phoenix. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon, though. Um, the San Jose Barracuda do that. They're going to be within the same city. Yeah. Uh, you have what the Toronto Marlies. Um, they're in the same city, not the same facility, but the same city. Yeah. The Manitoba Moose are in the same facility. Yep. Uh, any others you can think of? Not at the top of my head. No, neither can I. Uh, it's tough because there's not too many markets where there's an NHL and AHL franchise. Um, but but yeah, those kind of situations where there's next to no kind of like transfer, it's got to be really easy for the players. Absolutely. But we still got more to get to on this episode. We're running a little bit long, so we got to get to uh, predictions coming in just a moment. But first, I want to tell you guys about Built Bar. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or even better than the candy bar. Built Bar, filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. Some only flavors you have a hard time choosing. Will you go for raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream, or peanut butter brownie? Bill Park gives you the extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle the holiday shoppers. If you're down in endless shopping lines, Bill Park can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket or your purse. You'll never know when you're going to need it. So uh, if uh, want to cozy up something warm, here's a holiday secret. Bill Dip your Built Bar into piping hot cup of cocoa. Let it melt a little bit and give your beverage that bit of Built Bar flavor. Plus, you'll have a nice melty Built Bar to go with it. So, if you guys go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, you get 15% off your order. Once again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. 
So BetOnline has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues their march to the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head over to our new updated desktop or mobile websites to sign up today, and you can receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just make sure to use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive the bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Okay, so now it's time to go to prediction time. It's time to take a look at the line, courtesy of our friends at BetOnline.ag. And uh, take a look and see, uh, can we bet against the spread? How, how good are we on this one? Um, I have been eh, mediocre over the last few games. But yeah. let's take a look at how it is. The Arizona Coyotes are plus one and a half at plus 100. Minus, uh, plus 273, minus 310 for the Dallas Stars. Total points at five and a half over plus 101, under minus 111. So I will say this. Uh, I was kind of disappointed because uh, sometime last week, I believe, we talked about the Coyotes winning by five. Uh, wouldn't have been the Coyotes, so you wouldn't have gotten the same odds. But Golden Knights won by five or more. So if you had placed that bet, would have been a, a pretty good one. I do think that this game is going to be a little bit more of a low-scoring affair. Yeah, I think it's definitely going to be a low-scoring. I mean, look at the last, what, the last one, three to two, so is that just at five? Yeah, and I think the the two games that the Stars played in the in the meantime, a 4-1 loss, or a 4-1 win, and a 3-2 win, like, so five tends to be kind of like that good goal amount for games against the Stars this year. So, pick the under seems like a relatively safe bet. I say relatively yeah. because we're talking about the Arizona Coyotes here, so you never know what's going to happen. Nope. Um, that said, take the points for the Dallas Stars. Mm. I There's one that I really like in here. Uh, the race to three goals during regulation. That one I think is very interesting. Um, Dallas Stars minus 175. Neither plus 325. Coyotes plus 350. Because uh, I, I do wonder if the Coyotes can get that third goal. It's definitely like it was a problem with them last season. It's been a problem with them this season. Uh I think the Dallas Stars, though, are a team where they can maybe make something happen. Here's the um, what I always like looking at. I always looking at the margin of victory. Yeah. Because if if our because our what our scoring predictions are always pretty close. Like we always probably have the same margin of victory. They're very similar ones. Yeah. Um. So let's say Dallas Stars by two. Right? I like that. That is plus 350. Dallas Stars by two. That's a, I'd say that's a pretty good one. Uh, for this one, I'm going to predict... 
I'm going to predict a 3-1 Dallas win. That's where I was going. 3-1 Dallas. Yeah. It's it's tough. Um, unfortunately, we just haven't seen the Coyotes find ways to generate consistent offense. Uh, there are a lot of question marks regarding the um, the Stars. Like They have like a lot of players who are questionable for illness going into the tonight's game. Mm-hmm. Uh, not COVID, though. So that's kind of surprising. It is flu uh, season. It's flu season. So, yeah. (laughs) And we know that the NHL is not great at making sure that those kind of like lower things don't spread around. Uh, I think we all remember mumps and (laughs) (laughs) Sidney Crosby giving a uh, a press conference where you're just like, so you have mumps, right? It's like, no, I cannot say that I do. Just. Giant, uh... you see this giant thing right there on his neck. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, three two Dallas, I think is a is a safe bet for this one. It's definitely yeah, it would definitely be a safe bet. Um, or three, you said three one. Yeah, yeah, three one. Three one. But uh-huh. I went to the grocery store wearing this uh, this jersey, old school Vermette jersey, and they were playing Howling for You just randomly at the grocery store in December, which is weird. So maybe that's a sign that the Coyotes are going to win this one. Maybe. Or maybe you're like, you'd be like me if uh, on the occasion where you wake up to a uh, pack of Coyotes howling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in my spot in Phoenix, I'd be a lot more surprised if there was Coyotes howling. Uh, yeah, see, I live in Kelly in the foothills, like, I move about 300 feet that way and I'm like at the base of a mountain. So yeah, I, I have to travel a couple of miles to get to the closest mountain. So that, that wouldn't happen to me, but yeah, if you are like boring and analytical, I think the coyotes are probably not going to win this one. It's a tough one. Uh, but if you're fun and, and zany and look for like, kind of like signs from the universe, uh, yeah. Howling for you was playing at a fries in Phoenix in December, when by all intents and purposes, it should have been Christmas music. Exactly. A um, couple more things. Any, let's see. Any wild prediction? Like, let's say, uh, let's take a, like, obviously you have your score prediction, but anything wild that's going to happen today? Like, wild. I mean, honestly, at this point, I think. Liam O'Brien getting involved in some uh, pushing and shoving is the least wild prediction I can give because that just seems to be his uh, what he's been doing a lot lately. Um, so I'm going to say that the Coyotes' goal is scored by Shane Gostaspear. By Shane Gostaspear. Yep. Um, how many goals? Oh, he only has three goals right now. Yeah, um, he needs more. He does need more. He has. He's tied at the most amount of points with mm. Clayton Keller. That should be fun. Um, we're gonna see maybe also though we're gonna see uh, Liam O'Brien knock somebody out the same way I got knocked out this weekend. <laughs> yeah, we could see that. Uh, he he definitely has been like laying some pretty heavy hits on people, and I can only imagine how much it's gonna you know. I, I think that the team likes to have that, that player in that role. I mean, that's 
Wasn't that the reason they brought him in? Yeah. That was absolutely <laughs> the reason they brought him in. Exactly. Either that or they were like, just wanted a guy named Liam O'Brien. That's, that's cool enough. And because he looks like Andrews Kane. Yes. Yes. <laughs> As I always tell people, Liam O'Brien looks like what you would imagine Liam O'Brien looks like. Exactly. Anyways, we're out of time on this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. Hope you guys like what you heard. If you did, don't forget to leave a review. Like, comment, subscribe if you're yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. Don't forget to uh, interact with us on social media. We're at Facebook, facebook.com slash LockedOnCaddies. On Twitter, at LO underscore Caddies. I'm personally at Robin underscore Leonio. Once again, that's Robin with the Y underscore L-E-A-N-O. Paul Pavlik is at Paul Pavlik F-F-H. Interact with us, ask us a question you might have. We will answer them right back or on a future episode of the Lockdown Caddies podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on. <laughs>